Hey everyone, it's Kurt, and welcome to the podcasters. Wait, no. Uh, so Jake and I have been kicking around some ideas to do something new lately, and since we couldn't find an opportune moment to meet at the tavern this week, we thought it a perfect time to unveil our new series, The Podcast. In a similar vein as The Podcasters Tavern, we still meet up, share drinks, and talk about anything what comes to mind. The only difference being it is early in the morning, and the drinks are coffee. And instead of drunken banter, it's more exhausted rumination about life. It's a bit more sophisticated? Sure, why not? So let us join you on your commute as we define the inner workings of the universe as it appears through the half-lit gaze of two caffeine fiends. Caffeines? Does that work through audio medium? So grab your keys, adjust your seat, and enjoy your ride to work with the podcast. And don't forget to use your turn signal. Get some podcasters tavern palm pilots remember palm pilots yeah man palm pilots <laughs> my dad had a palm pilot those are ancient it was well before any smartphones were around my uncle he had a palm pilot and he had this game that i always played on it which game was it i don't remember what it was called but you were like some sort of archaeologist or something and you were going through this these rooms with this mummy trying to get you. And every time you made a move, the mummy would make a move towards you. So it was a bit of strategy because you had to go around obstacles in a way to make him follow you and get stuck so that way you could get out. And if he got you, you died. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Oh, it, it was a was, hell of a lot of fun. Was Brendan Fraser in it? Actually, I think it was Nicolas Cage in oh, this one. Yeah. You damn mummies. <laughs> Something about give me the gold. Yeah, why do we always go to Nicholas Cage? One day Nicholas Cage might come on the show. Knock knock. Who's there? Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser, who? All that show business. <laughs> I don't. Uh, it's I... Because nobody knows where Brendan Fraser is right now. <laughs> it's like Steve Gutenberg. Nobody knows about these guys anymore. <laughs> Steve, who? I'm just kidding. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Rick. Uh, Rick Moranis. Do you remember the song "Roll with It" by Steve Winwood? Um, it's like. The song that's in every 90s movie trailer. It's like, this summer, coming to theaters, starring Rick Moranis. <laughs> Steve Zahn. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Zahn is like the celebrity I aspire to be. Yeah. It's like he's kind of looked like him. Well, he's not like a, uh, a main guy, which mm -hmm. I wouldn't care if I was the main character in a movie. Yeah, good. I just want to be... In a movie and be a supporting role. You yeah. know, the way Steve's on in it is in a lot of his films. And he's really funny. He's like the top of the list of B actors. He's like the B-plus actors. Yeah. You know? Or like, A-minus even. Yeah. He's, he's like on the cusp. If he, were, if he were like an exam at school, he would be like an 89 to a 90. He would if you be, were getting a grade. He would be the student that messed up the curve for all the kids that are failing. Which is like the story of my life. Yep. I mean, you, you always mess up the curve. You're, you're not terrible. You're just not phenomenal. I'm like right in the middle. You're just like you're the, the most okay Super you can average, be. right? Yeah. Extraordinary. I'm a total Steve Zahn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. We're here. In the Podcaster's Tavern? This is not the tavern. Oh yeah, this is a little early for my taste. It's yeah, more like a coffee. The sun's house. up. We're drinking coffee. I'm loving this. And wait, hear that? There's no 
There's no crowd. There's no milling about. There now there may be a dog chewing on a bone, but yeah, coffee houses are famous for allowing dogs to come in and chill, which I'm totally on board for. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to stop this bone chewing real quick because okay. I imagine that's probably rather loud. Mm. Kurt, you know what else is not around that ordinarily would be around is we're not drinking alcohol. We are not drinking alcohol. Yeah. We're drinking coffee. Maybe that's why this conversation is so flat. I'm just kidding. <laughs> this co- the coffee you made is actually coffee this coffee house made is actually pretty good. I guess the we could call this the the podcast. Yeah, you want to? Yeah, uh, let's see what it sounds like. Uh, cheersing these mugs. Yeah, that's Ready? true. Mm. Uh, you know. Right when the AC kicked on. Right when the AC <laughs> kicks on. No, this is great. I personally, Kurt, am a huge fan of the morning time. It's my favorite part of the twenty four hours that we spend on this earth. That is a day. It's a perfect time to ruminate, break it down. What What do you do in the morning, Jake? How do you get ready? For the past month, this has been my routine. Wake up at 8, drink water, mm. flush my system with some water, right? Yeah, that's a good idea. Use the restroom, of course. Obviously. As most people do in the morning time. First thing. I, uh, I, I've been listening to a Deepak Chopra podcast that is a guided meditation. Oh, yeah. You did tell me about that. Yeah. So uh, in the mornings, I've been listening to him and doing like a 15-minute little meditation to start the day. Nice. And then um, so make make my bed. It, it, this is definitely time for coffee, too. Like, I'm a coffee guy. I love coffee. Only cream, no sugar. But, yeah, that's I'm, I got to have coffee. So mm-hmm. I usually go to a coffee shop that's across the street from my place. Or I'll go to my mother's house where she makes good coffee. Or, like, for instance, today, you, I met up with you where we stopped at this... The Podcaffer's Tavern. Yeah, at the Podcaffer's Tavern. <laughs> I guess. I met up with you uh, here at the Podcaffer's Tavern where we're enjoying this delicious caffeine. Wonderful. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Now, tell me about your morning routine. Uh, my wife has a real job, and so she wakes up at an ungodly hour that should be illegal. So uh, I've... I find lights at like 5 or 5.30 in the morning, and so I get up roughly around that time or like 6.30, 6.45, depending on how many times I hit the snooze. Before the sun comes up here in Texas. Yeah. It, yeah, that's, it's still dark. But I get up. I get her lunch ready. I make her some coffee so that way while she's doing her makeups and stuff, she's got some coffee to get her going. When does she leave? Uh, based, I, I, she wakes up at 5.30. So she wakes up at 5 or 5.30. She doesn't, she's got to be at work at 7.30. Okay, so, so she's got two hours to mm-hmm. two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. It takes her that long to get ready? Uh, mostly she's kind of, she wakes up early enough to take her time Oh, good. because she's got, she's got a big routine about, you know, the way she's got to do her hair because she's got that, uh, super curly hair that takes some, takes some doing yeah. and, and some patience. I really enjoy your wives do. I, I'm awesome. a big fan. Yeah. Yeah. It's that, like your hair and her hairstyle kind of just go together very well. Whenever we got engaged, uh, one of her little cousins was around and, uh, afterwards, he was telling his his parents their kids are gonna have amazing hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So my my routine is focused around my wife's routine. Uh, I'm trying to be more productive though because usually I just kind of mill about like a zombie. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I just want to start doing something. So I've started actually going out to the 
the field nearby and running with the dogs. Oh, cool. Just to get my own energy going and stuff like that. And then I come back, I make my coffee. How do you like your coffee? I like my coffee with a, with a little bit of cream and a little bit of sugar. Because I don't want to... I want something to complement the bitterness, but I don't want to lose that bitter flavor that the coffee yeah. has. I love that bite. So I, I do, you know, a couple of teaspoons of, of creamer or mm-hmm. a little more. I've never actually measured it out. I go by color. I know That's the, what I do. I know the way it looks. Yeah. I don't think caffeine actually affects me. I just really love a warm beverage, and I love the way it tastes. And it's perfect in the morning. Yeah, it really is. And I've heard things on the news that, Coffee is actually pretty good for you when mm-hmm. you start your day this way. Yeah. Um, I have no science to back that up. I just heard that online. So if you know a lot about coffee or you want to share with us your morning routine, hit us up, please. And let us know how you like your coffee. Yeah. Next time we visit the Podcaffer's Tavern, uh, you could enjoy coffee with us, you know, the way you like it. I will say that I really like having coffee in the morning because it also helps me regulate my systems. Yes. I really enjoy. It. I, I know I've got my I've got my time. You, you got know? your time. I and knowing that time means I can schedule other things around it. So if I have to be somewhere at like ten o'clock in the morning, I know I'm good. Yeah. If I got to be somewhere at eight, it's gonna be a rough. You're gonna out. yeah. Give me thirty five <laughs> minutes, okay? I well, just sometime had between coffee, eight two and nine, of sugar. Got, come on. I've got an appointment between eight and nine. <laughs> in the <Yeah>. Oval <laughs> Office. The Oval <laughs> Office. Yeah. The Browns are playing the Jets. So. I have got. I've got to sit on the porcelain throne. Right. And reign over ye kingdom. <laughs> uh, but so, yeah, mornings are my favorite part of the day, followed by nights. It's that shitty part in the middle of the day that I don't like. It's the day itself. Yeah, no, it is the day itself, especially now that it's summer here in Texas. It's like today it'll be 90. I heard it'll be 90 something, 93. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, I'm doing a lot of manual labor. So it's mm. like I'm going to feel all every degree. Every degree will be felt upon Jake's body. After this delicious uh, few cups of coffee, I'm going to be going to work, which is why I kind of dress the way I do. If you can see me, Kurt, you can see me. Nobody else can. I can't, actually. Open your eyes. Sorry. Golly. Or you can keep one closed. Yeah. Just don't fall asleep on me. <laughs> Wait, have you seen that Mythbusters uh. where they do these pirate? Okay, so they debunk like pirate myths. Yeah. And the reason they said a lot of pirates wore eye patches was not because they were missing an eye. But so that that eye could see at nighttime perfectly. So all day they would cover that up and not allow any light in it. And then at nighttime, they would switch and they would be able to see at nighttime. Really? I did not know that. That's pretty interesting. That's so cool. I almost want to try it. Yeah, so the Mythbusters did like uh, an obstacle course in the dark Mm -hmm. after wearing eye patches all day. And it, it was true. Everyone could see better at night after not allowing any sunlight in your pupils you've got cones and you've got rods which and that's one only of them, color though i think well one of them helps you see color better and the other one sees more shades and it's the one that uses more shades that allows you to see in the night or in the dark easier which oh. is which is why we uh, people say that dogs don't see color is because they've got more of the other i don't remember which one it more is. rods or more cones depending on which one yeah whichever one makes you see more in shades and stuff like that Animals have more of that, so that yeah. way they can see in the dark. So, I mean, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I guess I I never really thought that you know having sunlight touch your eye would actually. I guess it makes sense that they would stimulate the color one more. Well, and imagine sunlight entering your eye; it dilates it, right? Yeah. Or the opposite; it 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 uh, shrinks the size of your eye. Yes. Right? So you're not seeing a lot of things because of that light. Mm-hmm. You know, 
you don't allow any of that and your eyes remain dilated, you know? Just imagine how bright everything would be if our eyes just were always open. We're always Fuck, open. Would... <laughs> Colors would probably, I feel like yeah. they'd, <laughs> can someone turn the contrast yeah. down? You know, what's weird is, um, talking about this is something that Deepak in the, the podcast I've been listening to mm-hmm. is he mentions how our reality is very different from animals because they experience the world differently. Mm-hmm. Butterflies through their thousands of lenses on their eyes, they see in like infrared, mm. whereas dogs see in shades, right? Or they basically see mainly with their nose. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's amazing because we all share the same place but we all see it in a very different different way so it's really cool we imbue a lot of intelligence into animals like my dogs my dogs are some of the smartest individuals i've ever had to deal with and i truly believe that and i was thinking about it the other day because i don't i don't really walk around with my dogs on leashes that often because they know they know who daddy is and they know that they have to stay with me more or less the small one gets rambunctious and she likes to run off but that's a given i feel bad whenever i walk them on a leash because to me, it's demeaning. And I feel like my older one, at least, understands that I don't want to wear this. I look stupid. But they don't think of that. But they don't think no, about they're that. They're not thinking about looks. They're, they're not thinking that they're on a, on a chain. They're, they're enslaved to humanity. Right, yeah. They're just, they're like, no, this is just what we do. And I, I forget that sometimes that they, they're not seeing it as a, a I, I'm tied to this person just because they've got a rope around my neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But quote unquote rope. You know, yeah. I use a leash and a harness. There's no um, chains. We don't even use collars here. <laughs> that's true. And Kurt, your your doggo's super well behaved. Thanks. Um, your youngest one is still learning, but is, She's I've learning. seen her improve on her behavior every time I visit your place. So well, they you say do it a takes. Great job. Thanks. They say it takes a village to raise a child, um, but we're only two people, so we have to deliver a village's worth of ass whoopings. Oh shit. <laughs> Which you could do as a heavy metal rocker, Curry. You could definitely do that. Oh yeah, I, I'm all about the I'm all about the ass whoopings. Yeah. So I keep the can opener close by. <laughs> so I open up a can of whoop ass. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I I'd have to go to the store and pick up some whoop ass first because I have none. <laughs> I'm actually running low. It's on the Are list. Are you? Yeah. yeah I'm running pretty low. <laughs> well, pick me up some too. Look- Costco's just down the street, right? Yeah, and you can you can buy them in like six cans for three bucks. Six one gallon cans. Right? One gallon cans. Yes. Wow. Yeah, they're like the the big ass ones that the beans come in. Yeah, yeah. You like restaurant get- style kind of thing. Damn. Yeah. So get them you have to get a forklift to put it in your car. Mm-hmm. You've got to get them. It's behind a cage, too. You can't just let whoop-ass be free. It's crazy, yeah. yeah. It's non-perishable, though. It is. And it's canned, so it doesn't really matter. It's the only thing you need in the event of a nuclear holocaust. So make sure you stock up on those cans of whoop-ass. Cans ass of whoop-ass. Because you're going to need them. I've heard that uh, cats are so much more stupid than dogs, mm-hmm. obviously. Anyone that's been around either animal can tell that, mm-hmm. right? Dogs are very adorable and playful, and cats want really just for you to leave them alone until they want you to not leave them alone, Mm -hmm. you know? And I've heard that really they just care about food, you know? Whenever they're showing you love, it's not because they love you. It's because they want you to give them food, you know? Maybe it's not that way, but that's just what, again, I heard. Humans, Mm -hmm. uh, however many millennia ago, uh, domesticated dogs, you know, they were wild animals they were wolves and stuff and we started we took them in we forced them to behave 2000 or however many years later i don't know here we here we've got house pets Mm -hmm. we never domesticated cats 
cats domesticated us. Yeah. There is not a history of cat husbandry. There is, there is just, now there's a cat. What about in Egypt? They worship the cat. They worship the cat, but they, they did not tame the cat. Right. They do whatever the hell they want to. I used to have a cat named Mr. Meowgi. Oh, yeah, Mr. Meowgi. Yeah, which I love naming my pets with puns in their names. So um, I'm about to get a dog and name him Charles Barksley. Ha. Or Alex Trebark. I haven't come ha. up with the name yet. But anyway, uh, Mr. Meowgi was one of my favorite pets that I've ever owned. Uh, and he was an indoor-outdoor cat. He would like... Spend two days roaming the neighborhood, and then I would find him on the back porch. Yeah, come on in. Of course, it'd be filthy. Yeah. You know, and smelling terrible and have some <laughs> sort of uh, infestation of ticks or fleas all over him. But as a 19 and 20-year-old college kid, I really didn't care all that much. Yeah. So it was a good, it was a good relationship with uh, me and Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. I used to tell people that he was a black belt, and that's why I called him that. Makes sense. But it was just because he meowed all the time. And oh. I'm, a big, I'm a big like uh, martial arts fan. Big martial arts fan. You're also a big movie fan. Indeed. Cats, they're, they're sufficient. They're, they're proficient hunters. They're able to get food on their own. Yeah. You've seen the stray dogs running up and down the street that are starving because they don't know how to find food. I think that's one of the, one of the things that I, I at least attribute to domesticated animals. The ability to find food on your own or to need somebody else to give it to you. Dogs need us to give it to them. Yeah. Which is one reason they, they kind of always tell us not to feed wild animals. But I also think that if we fed more wild animals, how dope it would be if we could have, you know, raccoon pets, a pet bear. My f- my, I knew a guy that had <laughs> pet raccoons, and he said they would steal stuff out of your pockets. No and, like, way. Go hide it in the house. Yeah, like, that's hilarious. You're in a pocket, like a shirt on your, or a pocket on your shirt. shirt. Yeah, they they would, you know, come on your shoulder and take it out and go hide it somewhere. That's adorable. Yeah. And it frustrating. Is really adorable. And it's cool how raccoons have like human hands. They've got know? hands. They've got like thumbs. And I think they've got, did, are there back paws? Are those hands too? I don't, I don't remember. I've, I've not been that close to a raccoon to know that. What's disgusting are possums. I think they're cute little devils. I think they're disgustingly gross. I get that. Or disgustingly cute. I just know that they're disgusting. Maybe I, I'm not giving them a fair shake. I think they're adorable. And I love their big ass tails. They have yeah. super long tails. Indeed, they and they're so strong. You can, yeah, you can actually like pick them up, and they don't break off. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to pick up a possum or an opossum anytime soon. The actual word is opossum, but but you don't pronounce the o. But we, yeah, we dropped the o just due to colloquialism. Yeah, it's weird, which makes sense because opossum just it's I don't know it's kind of clumsy. They should have just not spelled it with the o. Pterodactyl. That's got a p before it. Trying to find another one. Why do you why do you never hear a pterodactyl going to the bathroom? Why? Because the P is silent. Ah. <laughs> love it. Well, the old clock on the wall says it's about time to get to work, so I guess we should tab out. I'm... You've been listening to the podcast, part of the Podcasters Tavern Podcast Network. You can find us every other Wednesday morning on most major podcasting platforms or every Saturday night at the Podcasters Tavern. Keep tabs on us at the TPT Facebook and Twitter pages, and feel free to send us an email at podcasterstavern at gmail.com for any drink recommendations or if you just want to say hello. Thanks for listening and drive safely.